Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Han Cook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show a little bit later on. The great Marv Albert calling it a career after this year's postseason. The ripe old age of 80. We'll talk to Marv a little bit later on. The State Farm Play-In Tournament got started last night. I'm not sure the first two games left an impression that the NBA had hoped for. In the first game, the Pacers are shorthanded. They blew out the Hornets. They scored 144 points. Then the Celtics-Wizards, a little tighter, but Boston won uh, thanks to 50 points by Jason Tatum. If the play-in tournament is here to stay, this is probably what we should expect. Some intriguing matchups, certainly like tonight, Lakers-Warriors. And some teams who probably don't belong in the playoffs, like the Hornets. But now Washington and Indiana will play in a single elimination game. Russell Westbrook didn't play well against the Celtics and needs to step up to salvage the Wizards' season. Bradley Beal not 100%, so it shouldn't all be on Russ, but it will be. The Pacers hope to uh, roll off that impressive offensive performance against the Hornets, and uh, that should be a little more entertaining than the first round. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if the whole mini-tournament is soon forgotten when the real playoffs get underway. Poll question, McLovin. So we have to change it. Hour one was, who's uh, coming out of the West, the Lakers or the field? 84% said the field. So I, now I ask, if not the Lakers, and who's coming out of the West? And I put the other six teams with the Warriors in there. And I'm very curious if the, the number one seed Jazz will win this. They're the early leader in the poll. Okay. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Coming up a little bit, we'll talk about the controversy that uh, started on Monday in Chicago. Tony Larusa critical of one of his players because he hit a home run off a 3-0 pitch and uh, 
You had an incident last night where a pitch was thrown behind this player. Tony not really sticking up for his player, and this is a team that's playing really well. So we'll have uh, that. We'll hear from Tony LaRussa coming up here in a little bit. Uh, we say good morning to Peacock, our TV partner, and also radio affiliates around the country. Make sure you go to danpatrick.com. Some great T-shirt deals there, and also some uh, Penny Bang Biscuits there. Penny, our house dog, and uh, we're giving back to handpicked partners in the pet industry. All natural ingredients, uh, healthy all natural ingredients. Penny's Bang Biscuits, available at danpatrick.com. We did talk a little baseball with uh, the no-hitter, another no-hitter. Spencer Turnbull threw a no-hitter. I don't know if he is now. There's been a couple of articles written about this pitcher, that he is one of the more unlucky pitchers in recent history. He is 10-25 and in his career. He has the worst record by any pitcher to throw a no-hitter at 10-25. and But he does have some good numbers. I guess if you look at the, the stats here, you know, that he, he's better than what his record would indicate. But it, I think we're going to see probably close to 10 no-hitters this year. I wouldn't be surprised. It'll be an all-time record. This is the pace. Mariners have been no-hit twice in a month. It's going to be the lowest batting average in history. If you, uh, let me see if I have these numbers here for you. The lowest batting average. So this is the aggregate baseball average. This is everybody in baseball in uh, 2021, right now batting 236. Prior to that, the lowest batting average for a season was 1968. That's when they, uh, they still had the mound raised. Uh, that's two, or lowered the mound, 237, 1968. That's when Carl Yastrzemski won the batting title batting 301. And I think the next, the runner-up was Danny Cater, who batted 291. Then you have to go back to 1888, when it was 238. Now, after 1968, then they lowered the mound uh, and redefined the strike zone as well to help the hitters. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I found an article from uh, the Washington Post in late 1968. It says, there's ample evidence that the public is getting wary and tired of all these pitchers' duels wrote the uh, Post columnist, and uh, the, they brought it down to 10 inches, shrank the strike zone to help for, with offense, and it instantly worked. But, it, you know, in today's game, the hitter is up there to hit a home run, and the pitcher is there to strike you out. And the fact that you I, – I went to – I saw a couple of no-hitters in person in Cincinnati. Not exciting until it gets to the seventh or eighth inning, certainly the ninth inning. I remember Kenny Holtzman of the Cubs throwing a no-hitter, and I was seated down the first baseline. I, I didn't buy a ticket there. I was in the upper deck and then snuck down. And I remember Johnny Bench came to the plate, and Johnny tried to bunt to get on. So one of the great power hitters in the game, one of the great players of all time, you did not want to be embarrassed. And Johnny uh, laid down a bunt. They were trying to get on in any way that they could. And I have no problem with that. I, I, I don't know if, you know, anybody on the Twins or whoever, who did the Tigers play last night? Do we even know? I don't know if anybody was embarrassed by that. Hey, we got no hit. Okay. It used to be like, God, we got no hit. Now it's just, uh, hey, we'll get them tomorrow. 
Well, know, it's the Mariners are already used to oh, it, as you right. mentioned. Yeah. Mariners, yeah. I just said they got no hit twice. I don't know if you're embarrassed. But you're, you know, you just go up there and you don't put it in play. Back then, you were not going to let somebody, you know, no hit you. Now, all right, we got no hit last night. No big deal. Yeah, McLevin. I think being in the crowd for a no hitter sounds like really exhilarating. Like I, I got a like a little goosebump just saying that. I would be so into it by the ninth inning. Not the first five innings because you don't know if something has happened. It's just kind of quiet. Rick Wise threw a no hitter and I think hit two home runs. The Phillies, Rick Wise, wow, against the Reds. Uh, but you're watching it, and then it gets to the seventh inning. Well, my team was being no hit, so you're like desperate to get it wasn't like boy this is exciting i'm watching kenny holtzman a left-hander throw a no hitter here but then you get to that eighth ninth inning and and it is exciting but i don't i just don't know if today's player cares they don't care that they strike out they don't care if they don't put the ball in play or get no hit and this is what baseball is trying to fix because they made the baseball lighter and they thought as a result that maybe you'll put the ball in play because the ball will go one to two feet less. That that's what the you know the the scientific process behind this. But it but it hasn't worked yet, and I don't know if it's going to. Baseball wants to have more balls put in play, stolen bases, hit and run, but I don't know if you're going to get that because you don't get paid to do that. These players get paid to hit home runs. Who are we talking about now? Shohei Otani. Why? He strikes people out as a pitcher. He throws 100 miles an hour, and he has 13 home runs. He's perfect. He's the, he's the quintessential baseball player. He's the poster child for today. Hey, got Tommy John surgery? No worries. Keep going back out there and throw a hundy and swing for the fences. And that's what he's doing. But I don't know if baseball is going to get to a point where teams are putting the ball in play. Stolen bases. How about if you get no hit, you don't get paid that night? The entire team? Yes. Everybody. Everybody. That ninth inning would be great. <laughs> then you're going to see somebody put the ball in play. Yes, McLean. You're going to see bunt, which is the worst. Bunting the kill, no hitter. They don't know how to bunt. They don't practice bunting. It's like when the shift is on, and then you'll get hitters going, that's not fair. Well, how about you just put the ball right down third base line? <laughs> you can get a double. There's nobody down there. Go, you go right there. Just do it. And they can't do it. They won't do it. Yeah, McLevin. I saw Bryce Harper bunt against a shift this season. The ball must have, it went straight out to into the dugout. <laughs> like he had no idea what he was doing. Not at all. It looked like me bunting. That's when those guys, you know, when you, you can see somebody who's never bunted and they put their fingers on the bat and they expose their fingers. And all you have to do is get hit one time on that finger. And you never do that again. But it's like, you know, you just a little deaden, you know, a little nudge with the baseball there. Yes, Todd. If it is or was embarrassing to be no hit, couldn't you make the argument that it's just as embarrassing, if not worse, that you're resorting, especially a Johnny Bench type, to have to bunt to get on base? Like, I think that's wait, wait a minute. Are you calling out my hero, I Johnny love Bench? Johnny Bench, but if anyone of that caliber or any player for that matter that's bunting, this is what we have to do. The only way we can hit this guy or get on base because we don't want to get no hit is to stick the bat around and lay down a bunt. That to me is 
as weak as getting no hit. You're lucky that I have to host this show because <laughs> I would drop the headphones here. Paulie, go punch for me. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked Ben would do that. No, no, no. Don't punch him. No, you wanted to get on base. Yeah, but by bunting? Yes. To, to me, that, that's embarrassing. We can't hit this guy. Let's just stick our bat out. That's the only chance we have of breaking up this guy's no-hitter so they can't say they pushed uh, a no-hitter against us. I can't believe that you have this attitude. I just, I You're stuck in the 70s. Your whole life is stuck in the 70s uh, and early weak. 80s. Turning, turning around and sticking your bat out to, as a way to get on base. To Man, I would no do hitter. whatever it took to get on. That didn't matter. You're not no-hitting us. Uh, countdown to the greatest <laughs> spectacle in racing. It's, the, Just, it's so funny. Fritzy's like, I'm a man's man. You know, but he doesn't mow the lawn. He doesn't shovel. He, <laughs> he so someone's got a perfect game, so you stick your butt out yes, so the ball can hit you. Yes. So he can't get a perfect game because I got in the way oh of a, a pitch that was going to be a strike, probably. Yes. Yeah, McLovin. I'm with Todd. I think the back row is taking the manly position here, believe it or not. Like, Johnny Bench didn't bunt the break. I'm with Todd. Real men don't bunt. I can't believe that you're going to do this. Call Johnny Bench. Oh, boy. See if Johnny didn't in the seventh inning try to lay down a bunt against Kenny Holtzman. I really hope Cubs. that that did not happen. Can I just ask one question real quick, just because it's I'm having a little trouble deciphering from two words. Sorry. You guys are saying bunt. Todd pretty clearly just said stuck his butt out so he'd get hit by a pitch that was probably a strike. No, I'm saying butt, like, well, that to, would be to ruin a perfect game, but, would, would that be butting, weak? Butting. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure we're talking about a bunt. Yeah. Not a butt. Well, we were, but Todd brought into somebody. I'm giving as another example. I think that would also be just as weak if someone's pitching a perfect game and you stick your butt out to but let the ball hit you. I know, but we to, weren't to talking about that. Game. We're talking about a bunt. They're both weak. But I still, whatever it takes to get on. You're not getting a perfect game against me. Countdown to the greatest spectacle in racing. It's the Indy 500, May 30th, only on NBC. No, 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 no. This is, this is not a horse race. Not a horse It's actually race. 500 horses r- running at the horse, same time. Horsepower. Yeah. Horsepower. White Sox manager Tony La Russa expressed disappointment in Yermin Mercedes after his designated hitter swung in a 3-0 pitch in the ninth inning of the game that Chicago was leading 15-4 at the Twins on Monday night. Mercedes then hit a 47-mile-an-hour EFIS pitch over the center field fence, his third hit of the game. His manager, Tony La Russa, then said Tuesday that it was a big mistake. He's a rookie, and uh, here is the Hall of Fame manager. Sportsmanship, respect for the game, respect for your opponent. That's it's real. It has to be the uh, philosophy. We follow it. I've been taught it. And, uh, you know, the, the fact that he's a rookie and excited helps explain why he just was clueless. But now he's got a clue. Okay. That's Tony talking about his own player. Uh, he's a rookie. Tony did say take. It was 3-0. He wanted him to take the 3-0 pitch. And if you're a rookie, well, it doesn't matter who you are. You listen to your manager. And Larusa has forgotten more baseball than your mean Mercedes will ever know. But I have a problem with, while Tony is saying take, and the players should listen to your manager. Start there. So you start there. Tony's got to keep this in the clubhouse. I don't like that Tony made this public. Now, I, I can say that both are at fault because Mercedes was told by his manager to take. 
And then Tony making this public, and then he's basically saying, hey, there's going to be consequences, and he's going to have to deal with that. But Mercedes, who is known as a free spirit, says he's not going to change. That's not going to work out well. But, uh... No, no, not not that Mercedes. It's a little sound of Mercedes. Yes, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Sorry. Tony LaRusso said baseball wants to encourage theatrics and they want players to have fun. I talked to a bunch of my counterparts. Everyone is doing it. Then no one can get upset. There will be a consequence he has to endure here within our family. It's a learning experience. I'm absolutely certain the guy is not going to swing at a 3-0 in another situation. LaRusso then said, I don't want to ever give the other team an excuse to take a shot at one of our players we were taught from day one to respect the game, respect the competition, respect the opponent. I heard he said something like, I play my game. And then Larusa says, no, he doesn't. He plays the game of Major League Baseball. Respect the game. He's got to respect the take sign. And then Mercedes says, I'm going to play my game. I can't be another person. If I change, everything is going to change. After... The loss, LaRusa did not argue against the Twins' strategy. Uh, this was after last night. Uh, I wasn't that suspicious. I'm suspicious when someone throws at someone's head. I didn't have a problem with how the Twins handled it. They threw a pitch behind him. Yes, Eden. That's great. Because he's like, uh, hey, I don't want to give anybody a reason to throw at my guys. But then when they do, it's like, well, yeah, in that case, it's fine. I totally get it. Yeah, but go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so you're going to do take. Um, all right, so then you walk, and then you get on first, and then we continue. And then what happens? When, when are you allowed to swing? Let's say somebody throws a 47-mile-an-hour EFIS pitch. Just lobs it in. Now, what am I allowed to do or not allowed to do? Can I, can I swing on, a, on the first pitch? Second pitch? Third pitch? Do I just take a walk? Like, who's making a mockery out of this? The Twins putting in a positional player or somebody from the White Sox in a blowout is swinging at the pitch from the positional player. Do you want a mercy rule? I, I, I have problems with both sides of this. I understand Tony LaRusso saying, I'm the manager, I gave you a take sign. Okay, you, you, can't, you can't disregard what he said. But you can't then expose this and let this out of the clubhouse and basically say to the twins, hey, go ahead, throw at him. I'm okay with it because that's part of the unwritten rules of baseball. He's got to learn his lesson. Twelve players have hit home runs on 3-0 pitches this year, including George Springer, who did so twice in the same game. But this was 15-4. to That's the difference here. Fernando Tatis, remember when he hit a grand slam? And both managers were upset with him. He hit a grand slam. His team was up uh, 10 to 3. So up by 7 when he stepped to the plate in the 8th inning. And uh, he had already hit a homer on the night. And then he had a 3-0 count. And uh, he hit a uh, grand slam off the Rangers. I don't have any problem with that. Don't throw a damn meatball. I mean, 
I, I mean, you make a mockery of the whole thing. It's like, okay, take, okay, here's an EFIS pitch. Okay, great. I mean, well, yeah, McLovin. You know, in other sports, you could kind of pull your starters. Like in basketball, you're not going to have, you know, LeBron dunking on the other team with two minutes left. But isn't that also controversial if you hit a three at the end of the game? I've yeah. seen fights over that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, guy going for a steal at the end of a game. And in football, you'd be ripped if you were up 20 and nothing and started calling pass plays all over the place. You're expected to run it out. Uh, and- Dan in Indiana joins us, then we'll take a break. Hey, Dan, what's on your mind? Hey, Dan, thanks for taking my call. Hey, can I uh, – it's going to be cool to hear Marv Albert, but can I give a shout-out to uh, – we lost the Notre, the Notre Dame announcer retired this year, uh, Jack Nolan. He's, a, he's on your show every day because he does the uh, – uh, run unless I got it. That's him. So it's kind of cool, but yeah, he retired this year. Uh, but I called about the Tony LaRusso thing. I think back in the day, like the big red machine, I think I would like to see like Sparky Anderson just give Johnny Bench a look and Johnny get up and go get that player. You know what I mean? Have one of the players uh, talk to him, get in his face a little bit. You well, know what I mean? but they should, and thanks, thanks, Dan. Um, yeah, I, I think you police your own clubhouse, but that doesn't mean that you take it out for everybody else to hear. You know, Tony's been around a long time. He could have avoided this. You know, he could say, look, hey, I'm going to deal with this in-house. You know, we're, we're learning. We're getting to know each other. It's my first year with this team, and we're playing well. We're in first place. There's a lot of things to be excited about. This is, this is a learning process, and, uh, you know, we'll handle it in-house. That's all. If you do that, now Mercedes can't be like, I got to be myself. What, what's myself? The 3 0 pitch and you're up 15 4 that you got to swing to be yourself? Yeah, see. My only problem with it is that he hit it off someone who's not even really a pitcher. That's kind of lame. Okay, then bring in a pitcher. I don't, it looks like they ran through all their pitchers. They no. went through like 17 of them in that game. Well, if it's that important, you don't want to be shown up, then don't bring in a positional player. And throw a 47-mile-an-hour EFIS pitch. I like everyone's learning what an EFIS pitch is today, by the way. I know. It's been around for like 50 years, maybe 60 years. Yes, Paul. If you're going to have unwritten rules, like the White Sox can't swing and try to score more runs when they're 15-4, the other team has to agree, the, the, the team that's losing, they have to agree not to come back and win the game. So let's say in the next <laughs> ending they have a nine-run ninth, and all of a sudden it's 15-13. Uh, you know, 13, Yeah. They got to stop there. Say, you guys, all right, guys, you got close. It was cute, but we, we agreed not to take swings, so you got to agree not to make a comeback. And let me get to the tough guy, Todd Fritz. Yes, Todd. Oh, it's 15 to 4, 3 and 0 oh, against an infielder in the ninth inning. Uh, I don't like the way Larusa handled it in the airing, you know, dirty laundry. Could have spoke with him more in private about that, but that's just, uh, that's ridiculous. And I don't think the pitcher's even in the strike zone. That's, that's not what you do. I, I, I don't like all the unwritten rules of baseball, but that's one where he's got no business trying to hit a home run there. <laughs> Anything else? You know, we see it all the time in other sports. A football team's winning, you know, 20 to, to 3, you know, and then you're down, you take a knee. You know, you're not going to you know, try to get another touchdown. To I, I, I would never want somebody to take a knee. I would never want a mercy rule. There, I, I'd be embarrassed. If all of a sudden it's like, uh, hey, we're just going to swing and miss. But have you ever seen a defensive team in an NFL game start fighting with the offense when the quarterback takes a knee and flips it to the, uh, to the ref and they, they start beating the crap out of each other because they think they're, they're doing it in an embarrassing, humiliating way by taking a knee? They just 
you know, the other team doesn't have any timeouts left. The game's over. We don't need anybody to get hurt. We won. Take it a knee. Yeah, but that's the final seconds of the game where you just run out the clock. Yeah, but 15-4 in the ninth. I know teams have come back by bigger oh margins, God. but still. You're, these are professionals. This isn't like you're, you're in fourth grade and, and you know, we don't want to hurt, hurt them. We've got to protect the kids and their egos. Like, these are grown men. You could also say, is it embarrassing the game by putting someone in that's not a pitcher into the game? Yeah, I did say that. that is that is that embarrassing, though? Like, that they should only be pitchers, unless you've used up every one of your pitchers. And, you and don't all mock- of a sudden start taking my stuff. No, but are you making a mockery of the game? Is it that dramatic that by putting someone who's a non-pitcher in the game? Yes, the I said that 10 minutes ago. I don't think it's that strong a deal to put someone in that's not a pitcher if you want to just, you know, get You're the game making over a mockery of the game by putting in a positional player. So then I'm going to try to, I'm going to double down on making a mockery. And I'm what gonna, if it's a positional play that's had I a little background? Go. I have to, go. I have to take a break. Maybe get baseball fans to uh, call in. Yeah. Uh, take a break. Wow, we're late. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Cyber criminals target job seekers looking for new employment. Fake job postings designed to trick people into revealing their personal information, social security number. And with the information, you know what they're doing? They get access to your credit cards, bank accounts. And they can even open up a loan in your name. Don't be one of those people who goes, oh, I should have listened to Dan. He always talks about LifeLock. They want to protect what's yours. Finances, credit card, your reputation. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If that information has potentially been compromised, they send you an alert. You have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Keep what's yours with LifeLock. LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Use the promo code Patrick, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to LifeLock.com, promo code Patrick for 25% off. LifeLock.com and tell them we sent you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. 
And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. The great Marv Albert will join us in an hour from now, the greatest catcher in baseball history, in my opinion. Johnny Bench joining us on the program. Uh, we got a little spirited there in the last uh, segment there with the what was going on with the White Sox and uh, the rookie player, uh, your mean Mercedes. Uh, they swings on the 3-0 pitch. You got a positional player in there. It's 15-4. to It's the ninth inning. Let me start there. These damn unwritten rules of baseball, John. So what are you supposed to do if you're at the play? Now, let me... Let me at least say that Tony LaRusso said to his rookie to take the pitch. So I have a problem that he disregarded Tony LaRusso, but the the situation itself, 3-0 positional player, 47 mile an hour EFA's pitch, and it's 15 to 4. What would you have done, Dan? I, would, I mean, really. I would have what swung. What would you have done? The guy threw four pitches in 26 seconds. Who's going to look at a coach? Huh? All right, let's just call the game. All right, we got the mercy rule. Let's just cancel the game. Okay, they're ahead. They got to bring in some, so we forfeit. Let's just go ahead and, and quit. I mean, the guy, you know, the guy's up there. He's trying to pad his stats. It doesn't, there's no rules anymore. I mean, those things are doing If Tony gave him the stake, and it's just a simple, you know, I don't I don't think how much any manager's head's in the game at the time, except he knows 3-0 and that somebody shouldn't be swinging necessarily. Would you but, have swung, though, John? Probably. But if I, you know, if I had got a take sign, obviously not. And back in those days, I doubt it. I would have probably looked in the dugout and Sparky would have went, uh-uh, take one. <laughs> <laughs> but Alex Grandma's down at third base. He would have been fine. He would have flashed the sign. And, and uh, so, you know, he hits a home run on his next pitch, which is now it's three and one. So is that a bad time? I don't so know. So are, are we just saying, okay, Remember when Tatis did this? I mean, I think we've just been over this one another time. And 
and it was doing this. And it's just, it's just now, you know, the young kid's not whatever. And, and whether he's going to look for a sign at this point, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't have anything of a problem with it, but I do have a problem with him, you know, throwing at the guy, you know, in the game. And yeah, but Tony said, hey, it's okay. I mean, basically, he gave the opposition the green light to throw at his player the next game because he said there's going to be constant. Yeah. yeah. He knew it was coming. Everybody knew it was coming. Everybody in the world knew it was coming. You know, but the kid gets kicked out of the pitcher, gets kicked out of the game. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, the kid was pitching a great game too. But, you know, he's on, it's sort of like everybody's watching you in the dugout waiting for you to do it. Who do we do? What time do we do it? When do we pick the guy? Who is the guy? Let's get this guy. And if it was going to be a problem, then Tony could have held him out of the lineup. And uh, But I think you also wanted to prove a, a point to uh, the kid saying, hey, if you do this, you know, you got to face the consequences. And this is probably what's going to happen. Yeah, but he should. He, he I, didn't throw it at his head. He threw it behind his back, down his legs and everything else. So. Yeah, but Tony can't be making this public. Like, why don't you? Tony's a Hall of Fame manager. Why don't you just say, look, we're going to keep it in house. We're going to talk about this. It's a learning experience. He's a rookie. He's talented, blah, blah, blah. He's basically saying, hey, you know, he's got to understand this. There's going to be consequences. I'm sure they're in the clubhouse. Our clubhouse leaders, supposedly, yeah. quote unquote, leaders are saying, hey, you better expect what's coming, okay? You made a mistake. You did the wrong thing. And the kid's saying, well, I got a chance to hit a three-run homer. I've got three more RBIs on my list. I go into arbitration <laughs> next year. I'm going to arbitration, and my guy says, well, you know, you have 97 RBIs. Uh, oh, that's right. You hit that three-run homer. We're not going to count that. We're not going to count that today, Rick. Do you think that players really care about that they're embarrassed to be no-hit in today's game? Oh, gosh, yes. I don't. Absolutely. I don't think so, because these guys nobody puts the ball in play. They're all swinging for a home run. Dan, you're a basketball player, okay? You're a basketball player and golfer. You don't, you know. I mean, hey, come on, <laughs> Johnny. I threw a no hitter in high school. No I remember I had a home run in in the Astrodome off a kid, and we were in the eighth inning, and I came in and Joe Morgan gave me the biggest hug in the world because the one thing he didn't want to be was no hit. We got no hit one twice one year by by Rick Wise, Rick Sonny Wise, and he hit home two, runs. I he think, hit two home game. runs. I was at two the game. <laughs> and you did, were at the game. And did you? I was there at the Kenny Holtzman no hitter. Well, I think I remember for some reason you being there because I heard you saying, "For God's sake, Johnny, bunt!" And you bunt! and you did in the seventh inning. You tried to bunt. Am I right? Yes. You tried to bunt. And Fritzy has a problem with trying to bunt to ruin a no-hitter. Go ahead, Fritzy. Say it to Johnny. Oh, he is. He is. He's, I, like, he's in the doghouse. I just think that that's, that's sometimes there's a way that could be even worse. Uh, bah, 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 bah. No, you have to stick your, you have to turn around and <laughs> know, just to square around and bunt. You're admitting the only chance we have of getting on base is to just stick the bat out that we can't just. Take no, no, a you swing. said it was weak. And it, tell Johnny that he was weak I love and embarrassing. Johnny and it's, it's, I'm. Don't try that. Don't work. Don't work that angle. Fritzy, I'm all right. I'm disappointed to hear what that. happens. What happens now? If I drop a bunt, we get a base hit. And now all of a sudden, this guy is so rattled, the floodgates open and we win the game. Or that's the only hit of the game. And you ruin the no hit. What happened with bunting. your pitching, Fritzy? If I was, if you were pitching and I butted on you, I would be so angry. Pick me off. Yeah. You'd have picked and try to pick me off and hit me. 
Yeah, no. you would have picked off. You wouldn't even thrown to the first baseman. You just hit me in the leg or something. You'd like but to I charge the mound right now, wouldn't you, Johnny? If Fritzy's oh, on the God. mound, you would charge I'm the mound. You. you know, Fritzy's been good to me. He's never sent me a gift for all these times I've been on and everything wow. else. I get no parting gifts. Wow. I get no parting gifts. I get nothing from this. Wow. All I get is Fritzy's got an idea. Fritzy, yeah. you know, you got a great microphone. Keep it. You know, it's it's what you do best. Thank you. No, not not really. Not really. <laughs> not, not really. But I told you, I was at I was at the game when Johnny tried to bunt to ruin Ken Holtz. And I was no hoping hitter. you were wrong and that he wouldn't stick the bat out to try to ruin. Because you think that Johnny is weak and soft that he would do that to try to. That, that's not a Johnny threat. specifically. Whoa. That Whoa. that particular play. Yeah, that was weak, and so Johnny was weak. By doing that. And I said, you today's player, I don't think, is as concerned about getting no hit, just like they don't care about striking out 200 times. Back then, you didn't want to strike out, and you certainly didn't want somebody to no hit you. No. No hit. No. No. Because that, then the next day, Fritzy says, you believe that Red's got no hit last night? <laughs> right? Right, Todd? Yeah. I, I'm disappointed. You're disappointed in Johnny. What's, what's the consensus on the other Dan? Yes, McLovin. It's just so unfamiliar to me because I'm a Phillies fan and like Mike Schmidt would never even consider bunning. So I don't even, wow. it's not even my wheel. I wouldn't think about it. <laughs> I'm going to tell Mike and Mike will be proud you said that, but Mike would have dropped down a bunt every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. And Philly fans would still be upset with Schmidt if he even tried to do, no matter what Schmidt he did, Philly fans didn't, didn't like him. Right. Does he get more mail when he keeps saying I'm a Phillies fan? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, he has to say, you know, uh, but your rookie well, year in '68, well, would you have would you have swung on a three zero pitch? Oh yeah. You mean in that? <laughs> no, situation? if you were told not to. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No. Oh no, 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 no. In '68, Dave Bristol, Dave Bristol would have fined me a hundred dollars and never went half my you know my week's salary. But they lowered the they changed the mount after '68. How how much of an advantage was it for the pitchers that year? Well, they dropped it down by, what, one or two inches, I think it was, and Gibson had just had that 1-1-2 ERA, and they're saying, we've got to get more offense in, and that's when the American League decided to go to the designated hitter, and now it's like every bomb is a bomb, and, you know, and, you know, my buddy Mike Zanino, you know, they're talking about him, you know, either walk, strike out, or hit a home run, and, you know, because these guys, and there is no consequence. I mean, I see guys, I look at the lineup, these guys are hitting 159, 167, how are they in the lineup? I mean, in, in these days, it's fine. In our day, because, you know, they have the Earl Weaver mentality of hit the three-run homer. Let's get that going on the board. But in our, in our day, you were hitting anywhere close to 220. You were looking over your, you know, hoping when you got to the park, your locker was still had a little uniform in it. But they don't even have a Mendoza line now because Mendoza is actually a decent hitter in today's game, John. <laughs> the 200 line yes i was talking to you i was talking to Euchre the other day because he's got a lifetime i think 200 or 206 or whatever it is but now we laugh about it and everything else but no no there's nothing out there anymore that says mendoza or anything else in 200 the barrier i mean we had lee may tony perez and i and we had if whoever struck out 100 times first and we were trying to everything to keep from doing that had to buy the other guy bottles of champagne I mean, that's, you know, we were serious about not reaching that 100. We've got a guy, how many now probably has 100 strikeouts already? Is Gallo up there close? <laughs> he might be. <laughs> Do you realize he, how far I had, Earl Weaver would be great in today's baseball from the standpoint of, hey, go up there and hit a three-run homer. 
That's all. That's all, Butch. I mean, you know, we had a guy named Don Hefner who was a manager, called everybody Butch, and he would sit that three-run homer, man. And Earl would sit back there and wait for somebody to do it. And, of course, I think somebody was talking about, you know, you put a three runs on the board with that Orioles staff, you're probably going to have a, have a winner. And in those days, you know, Palmer had 20 and Cuellar and McNally and Pat Dobson. You know, it just, you know, they had the pitching to do it. And you can play for that one swing that would, would bring you a win. Offense was offense. Do you ever talk to Brooks Robinson about that 1970 World Series where he – he he caught everything and then caught things that even, you know, what well, didn't seem humanly possible. We laugh every time. I still want my Hickok belt award. I want it back. I want it back. He's robbed me. He robbed me. <laughs> God, he was it so was good, big, John. He was, he was yeah. unbelievable. Like imagine a fielder changing the complexion of an entire world series. Yeah. In 1971, I mean, in the all-star game, I hit a bullet down down there and he caught it just like it was nothing again. <laughs> and I threw up my arms and I threw up my arms like that as I'm running to first base and he's laughing all the way as he's throwing it to first. It was, it was just amazing. And you know, the thing, the way he did it, he didn't do it with any show or anything else. He and the vacuum cleaner, you know, and there were other great third basemen. You mentioned Schmitty was Schmitty was about as good as they got at, at third as well. And, and today you watch these guys and their acrobats, Arenado and, and Chapman and guys that are just phenomenal. I mean, you know, you, you want to look at averages, you know, Dan, it, back in our days, you you had these guys running the outfield, but these guys are running nine five hundreds out there in the outfield. They're catching everything. They're jumping over fences. Yeah. They are such athletes today. I, I can't imagine anybody ever hitting 400 again. I think the new line is probably 350 or 360. It's just these guys in the infield, they're stealing base hits left and right. I mean, they're playing so deep. They got the coverage. They do that. They're acrobatic. They steal balls down the line. They throw the ball across the infield in a bullet. I mean, to watch today's athletes, it's just totally incredible to me to see the talents that they have. And a lot of that was done with Ozzy. Ozzy became one of the leaders of, of, you know, being such an unbelievable fielder. And then they followed with Viscal and they followed with guys that could do all this stuff. I mean, Ozzy gets a lot of the credit, but these guys are taking so much pride in their defense that they become just a, Game changer every time you look up. Great to talk to you. Sorry that Fritzy called you weak and soft, um, but it's always great to talk to you. Fritzy, you got my address, buddy. You better start sending some gifts. Wow. I'm on the cast. Wow, that's uh, the great Johnny Bench. This is making up. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Fritzy called him out, called him weak. He called Johnny Bench like that, that, trying to bunt. The act of doing that, I guess. I couldn't hear that truck, you know, when it normally beeps, <laughs> when it's backing up. Indirectly, I'm calling Johnny Bench weak. But uh, I wrote a book report about mm-hmm. him in elementary school. I love Johnny No, no, Bench. no, I don't care. You called him weak. You said that's weak. It is weak. Let's take that. a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game, we're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Tough to the left side, Stevenson with under a minute to go. Talbot is in the crease. Stevenson centered, and they score! Alex Tuck! The second goal of the contest for Alex Tuck. 3-1 Golden Knights, 51 seconds to play. Series tied at a game of peace. Game three, Thursday. It's courtesy of Fox Sports Radio 1340. 
a.m. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. That's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations do apply. It is a thing nowadays. 36% of at-bats now end in either a walk, a strikeout, or a home run. The highest percentage of those outcomes, a walk, a strikeout, or a home run, all time. 2020, 36%. 2021, 36%. 2019, 35%. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Uh, We just, uh, if you were watching on Peacock, During the live look-in, we showed uh, the great Charles Grodin, great actor who passed away. And I think he's in maybe the best buddy movie of all time. Certainly one of the top five, maybe top ten. He's with Robert De Niro. It's called Midnight Run. And their chemistry is awkwardly entertaining. You know, you just, Charles Grodin just had this ability to be able to deliver a line in a way that nobody else could. And the buddy movie. And then we started running down the list of great buddy movies of all time. And you forget, you have Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid with Robert Redford and Paul Newman, which was great. Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Stir so crazy. crazy. Yeah, that was so great. Thank you, Todd. Um, I don't know if there are other ones. Do you, do you have, um, I'm trying to think, Jack Lemon and Tony Curtis, for those who are a little bit older. Uh didn't they dress up like women? Some like it Some hot. Some like it hot. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. But uh, who else would be in there with buddy movies? Yeah, Paul. So there's buddy comedies. There's buddy movies where they're like cops and become friends. That's mm. like the Lethal Weapon version. Okay. Band Boys. That would be a buddy yep. movie. Okay. The Blues Brothers. Okay. Um, uh, Up in Smoke, Cheech and Chong. Okay. Buddy movie. Mm. Um, 48 Hours, cop buddy movie, Ooh. which is his own genre. Yeah, Seton. Coming to America, buddy movie. It is. Him and Arsenio Hall? I guess. See, I would argue the balance isn't there. Like, Arsenio is too small compared to Eddie. You need them close. How about Tommy Boy? No doubt. No doubt. You got David Spade, Chris Farley. Yeah. Yes, McClellan. These are all comedies. Like, where does uh, Thelma and Louise fit in there? Okay, buddy movies. Yep. Even if, okay, so you could be a non... Not funny. Like, the ending is not funny. Yeah. Does buddy movie mean comedy? Um, I I would think so. Well, the word "buddy" being used in yeah. it doesn't make it sounds like it can't be too serious. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Anytime there's a road trip involved, that almost automatically equals buddy movie. That's still funny, iconic. It it still holds up. Planes, trains, and automobiles. That's a great movie. John Candy is so good with Steve Martin. What's the number one buddy movie of all time? Does Rolling Stone have a ranking? They have uh, Midnight Run 2. They have 48 Hours number one. Okay. If it's a showdown, I'm going Midnight Run. Uh, Nick Nolte and uh, and Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah, 48 Hours. That was great. Oh, here's a sneaky one. Sideways with uh, Thomas Hayden Church Mm. and Paul Giamatti. It's it's in the wine buddy movie genre. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, uh, Wayne's World. That's a buddy movie. Buddy movie? Okay. Man, there's a lot of... Bill and Ted's then, I guess, too. Huh? Excellent adventure. White Men Can't Jump is down here on this list, too. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's not too good. 
<laughs> that's just because you're a basketball purist. I know. I, I just didn't think that they could play basketball. Like, if those guys were on the floor, on the court, I'd want a piece of them. Woody and uh, Wesley Snipes. Marv Albert's going to join us coming up next hour. It's your phone calls as well. Spurs Grizzlies tonight. And then Warriors Lakers. Yes, I will watch Spurs and the Grizzlies. Somebody has to. Not a lot of it, though. I don't know, Todd. Depends. Isn't it the bad opening act for the big uh, comedian? It feels that? a little bit. You know that quite well. <laughs> <laughs> That's not necessary. Close out the second hour with award-winning home security. U.S. News recently called Simply Safe, quote, the best home security of 2021. Pretty high praise, right? Simply Safe is different, though, because, yes, you get a great home security system, but you also get something that's different. Simply Safe is set apart because of its people. Highly trained security experts always there for you. Let's say the alarm goes off. A person who cares is going to be on the phone with you. Make sure you're okay. An emergency happened. Uh, a person is going to call you, getting the fire and police responders to your front door right away. Even if there is a problem, just setting up your system, there's a person who cares who's there. Friendly chat, quick resolution. Bottom line is, when you need them the most, Simply Safe is there 24 7. People who care, experts trained, not only keeping you safe, but making you feel safe. SimplySafeDan.com today. Customize your system. Free security camera, by the way. 60-day risk-free trial. Nothing to lose. SimplySafeDan.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB.